the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while I'm staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Staying on our knees, 
Good morning and welcome to Declare Victory. This is Prosperous Pam on this beautiful triumphant Thursday. Who's on the call who'd like to say good morning? Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Thursday. God bless everyone on the call. Have a great day. Hey, hey, and I have a prayer request, please. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Okay, let me go ahead and make sure. And I apologize for not being 100% prepared here today. Okay, um, Sister Lisa, what is your prayer request? I have a court date this morning with my grandson. He's 16. He was arrested the other day. Uh, We're going to court. I'm praying that God release him and get and just help his heart and just do the right thing. So, yeah, we'll be in court today in Stockton at 11 o'clock and give me trouble and mercy from San Francisco. Got it. And we for got all other children that's incarcerated yesterday, help them as well. We got it. What's your What's your grandson's name? Martel. Martel? Yes, yes. He's making the 
poor, you know, he just can't, he's going through losing his dad, so he's making poor decisions, yes. Okay, we got you covered. We Thank got you, you covered. Thank you, Sister Thank Lisa. You. Is there, good, um, is, good morning. Is there anyone else on the call who would like to say good morning on this thankful Thursday? Declare victory. His mercies are new every morning. And if you aren't speaking, if you could go ahead and mute your line. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice. I will rejoice and be glad in it. If someone can mute your line, if you're not speaking, that would be great. Or we'd love to hear you say good morning. That wasn't me, but good morning, Prosperous Pam. Good morning, Declare Victory family. I'm so thankful for this thankful Thursday. It's kindness. Good morning, kindness. Happy thankful Thursday. Lovely to hear your sound. Wonderful to hear your sound. Have a blessed, blessed day, okay? Welcome to you Declare too. Victory. Thank you so much. Thank you, kindness. Is there anyone else on the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning, good morning. It's Grateful Deborah Evans. Good morning. Good morning, Grateful Deborah Evans. We love you and your daughter. Just keeping you lifted. We love you. Have a blessed day. You too. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, it's Miss B. I would like to put in a prayer request if that's okay. Sure. For my son and his family, they have COVID. So for healing. Got it. Patrick. I'm sorry, what was that last part? His name is Patrick. Patrick. For him and family they have COVID. Got it. We'll keep them lifted definitely, Miss B. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is a thankful Thursday here on Declare Victory. Does anyone else join the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Juanita. Hi, Prosperous. Good morning. Hi, Juanita. Good morning, Juanita. Great to hear your sound this morning. Have a blessed day. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, hey, good morning, Prosperous. It's Moxie. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. We're on the wake up list. Yes, we are. Hey. Amen. 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 Okay, well, it is time to go ahead and get started with the call. So before we do, if I can ask everyone to mute your lines so that we can proceed. Hello, my name is Prosperous Pam, and I am your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 
9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Keep calling in during, and I apologize for my dog in the background. Keep calling in during the month of November where our monthly theme is entitled Leadership. Each declarer will focus on how leadership plays a vital role in planning, sowing, and reaping God's desires for us within the work, with the work, within the work we do for him. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. Ladies, join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call, hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They are studying the book, The Bait of Satan by John Bevere. The call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 to 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here by dialing the same number tonight. There were no prayer requests submitted on the app. However, we do have a few spoken prayer requests. And, um, okay, so we're going to start with a spoken prayer request. Um, we have Sister Lisa. Um, there, she has a court date for her grandson, Martel. And um, we're just praying that, that, that the judge is kind, that God is kind, releases him, and that God helps, um, helps his heart. Um, and we also want to um, pray for traveling grace for Sister Lisa and um, all of them involved. Uh, we want to pray for Miss B, her son Patrick, and the family have COVID. We want to thank God in advance for complete and total healing quickly. In Jesus' name. Uh, let's see. We also had another prayer request. Um, the Baxter family. Pretty Patrice, Sarge, and their son, Dominique, we'd like to keep in prayer as they lay his best friend, Marquis Baxter, to rest tomorrow, who was robbed and killed. Funeral services are at 11 a.m. At, at Acts Full Gospel Church. And then please pray for Brenda Grisham. Pastor Lavelle and their families for strength and protection. Thank you, Lord, for hearing all of our prayers, spoken and unspoken. Okay, so the order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Krishanda. And the declaration... I apologize, I don't have the name of the declarer. Um, and, and then we will, um, so we have prayer and corporate praise by Krishanda, and then we do have a declaration. I'm, I apologize, I don't have the name of the declarer handy. The scripture for today is Mark 10, 42 to 45. Jesus called them together and said, you know that those who are regarded as rulers of Gentiles, Lord it over them and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. 
For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior. Good morning, everyone. It's Krishanda. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you, Krishanda. Okay, thank you. Father, I just thank you for the opportunity to come before you. We just love you. And I ask, Lord God, that you speak to through me this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Our Father, who art in heaven, holy is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this very day, Lord, our daily bread. And please forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, Lord. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. God, we thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you, O oh gracious God, for waking us up this morning. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord God, for your grace and your mercy and your kindness and your goodness. Oh, we thank you, God, for how much you love us, Lord God. Hallelujah. You are a mighty and awesome God, and we bless you this morning, God. There is none like you, Lord God, and we honor you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. Mm. We adore you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We exalt you, Lord. Hallelujah. There is nothing too hard for you, Lord God. Hallelujah. You are boundless, Lord. Hallelujah. We come to you, Lord God as a family, hallelujah, in one accord, Lord God, in agreement, Lord God, hallelujah, thank you, Lord, in advance, Lord God, for hearing our prayers, Lord God, for victory this morning, we give you praise, Lord, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for traveling mercies for Sister Lisa, hallelujah, and for being the just judge, hallelujah, during the court day for her son, Lord God. We pray for favor, Lord God, for them, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord God, for being a comforter, Lord God, to the Baxter's family, Lord God, for being very present help in the time of trouble, our refuge, Lord God. We lift up pretty Patrice, Lord God, and Sarge and Dominic, their son Dominic, as they lay their best friend, Marquise, to rest, Lord God. We pray their strength, Lord, their comfort, Lord, from you, Father, from those around, Lord God, that we would have compassion for this family as they go through this grief, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, we thank you that you are a healer, Lord God. 
and that you are a healer, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, that you said that you would you would take sickness from us, Lord God. That we are healed, Lord God, by your stripes. So we lift up this D sons, Patrick and their family, and we thank you for healing. That COVID be eradicated from their body, Lord God. Hallelujah, touch them, Lord God, from the top of the head, their heads to the sole of their feet, Father. Lord God, and we lift up um, the Grish, um, um, Brenda Grisham, Lord God, and Pastor Lavelle, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, their strength. We pray, Lord God, that you comfort them, Lord God. Father, you know everything, every single thing that we all need, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, that you are God Almighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that you are worthy to be praised, Lord God. We just want to honor you, Lord God. And thank you, Lord God, that you are a very present help in the time of trouble, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for allowing us to come before you, Father, this morning, Lord God. We lift up our communities, our brothers and our sisters, every single person that's on this Declare Victory call, Lord God. You know every single need, Lord God. So we ask you, Lord God, to just give us wisdom today, to let our light shine today, Lord God, for us to show up as our best version of ourselves, Lord God, that we would show kindness and serve one another today, Lord God. Hallelujah. And serve one another unto you, Father. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. And I lift up the declarer, whoever the declarer is, Lord God. I ask that you speak through them, Lord God, and that our ears and our hearts will be prepared to receive whatever it is that you have us to hear today, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for lifting up and protecting our babies, Lord God. Those that are in nursing homes, the doctors, the police officers, Father, our city and government officials, Father. Thank you, Lord God, for protecting us over on our jobs today, Lord God, for our provision. Thank you, Lord God, for traveling mercies and grace today, Lord God. We give you honor and praise. We exalt you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord. And I ask the the Claire Victory family to come off the hold and give God the praise and the glory as we exalt him this morning for his goodness and mercy. Please come off the mute and give him praise. Hallelujah. 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 We 
along with all his possessions. But Jacob stayed behind by himself, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When the man saw that he could not get the best of Jacob as they wrestled, he deliberately threw Jacob's hip out of joint. The man said, let me go, it's daybreak. Jacob said, I'm not letting you go till you bust me. The man said, what's your name? He answered, Jacob. The man said, but no longer, your name is no longer Jacob. From now on, it's Israel, God wrestler. You've wrestled with God and you've come through. Jacob asked, and what's your name? The man said, why do you want to know my name? And then, right then and there, he blessed him. Jacob named the place Peniel, God's face, because he said, I saw God face to face and lived to tell the story. The devotional was, Jacob's name can mean cheat or grabber, and he lived up to his name. He was manipulative, deceptive, and aggressive. Not someone you'd like to nominate for a leadership position in your church. Jacob was a seriously flawed person growing up in a dysfunctional family. He seemed to be either getting into trouble, just getting out of it, or about to make some more. Jacob's story is so universal because it is personal. Throughout his life, Jacob was stubborn and unwilling to trust anyone, even God. It was at the Jacob Brook that Jacob was finally broken by God and radically transformed. He was given a new name and a new freedom to live as God originally intended. This came, however, at a price of a permanent limp that rendered him helpless and desperate to cling to God. And it is out of this weak place of dependence that Jacob became a nation, Israel, that would bless the world. In the same way, God sometimes wounds us in our journey with him in order to move us out of an unhealthy tip of the iceberg spirituality to one that truly transforms us from the inside out. When these wounds come, we can deny them, cover them, get angry with God, blame others, or like Jacob, we can cling desperately to God. Question to consider. In what ways has God put your life or plans out of joint so that you might depend on him? Father, I relate to Jacob in striving, manipulating, scheming, denying, and spinning half-truths to those around me in order to get my way. At times, I too find myself serving you in order to do something from, to get something from you. Lord, I invite you to teach me to live in dependence on you. Help me to rest and be still in your love alone, in Jesus' name. Most gracious Heavenly Father, I come to you this morning, Lord, thanking you for allowing me to wake up to see another day, thanking you for your grace, your mercy, and your love. I ask that something I say this morning will be of help to someone so that they may say, how do I know how to 
love this Jesus or learn I want to learn more about this Jesus. Today I know that our topic is on leadership, but that devotional just really kind of hit me this morning. I wanted to share that with you. Um I've got some definitions from leadership and we've had some awesome uh declarations on leadership already. So some of this may be repeated. Leadership is the state or position of being a leader. So then the definition for leader is the person who leads or commands a group, organization, or country. I want to talk about, uh, I have nine verses that I want to read you about leadership, and then I'm going to talk about each one. But first I want to talk about quality of a good leader. Communication. It is so important that we communicate with each other. Um, A good decision-making skills. Integrity, the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles and moral uprightness. Empathy, the ability to understand. I can't even read my own writing, Lord have mercy. And share the feelings of one another. Trust, firm belief in the reality, truth, and ability or strength of someone or something. Therefore, a reason must, a leader must be trustworthy and be able to trust others. And my last one is strength. I'm sorry, my last one is respect. Leaders must show respect for others and others must have respect for the leader. Then I have a little two comments on what is a bad or not so good leader. Poor communicator, no accountability, unable to deal with conflict, and lack of vision. Questionable integrity or trustworthiness. From as early as the Old Testament, the Bible has spoken about leaders, and we've read about how essential leadership is for Christians. Not only is it important to have good, strong leaders, but it's important that we know how to be those leaders as well. We can see many examples of leadership in Bible verses, from Moses leading his people through the parted sea to Jerusalem to Jesus leading his disciples, and eventually all Christians. And today, in all aspects of life, we have leaders and opportunity for leadership, whether it's in our churches, at home, or at work. Leaders are often the pillars of communities. But what does the Bible say about leadership? There are many Bible verses about leadership before being a leader, obeying your leaders, and how to recognize true authority. Through these scriptures, we find genuine authority to guide us through trying times and show us the way when we're lost or learn how to be true leaders ourselves. Let's take a look at these nine verses and what they are telling us about power, control, working together, and leadership. 
My first scripture is Hebrews thirteen seventeen. Have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account. Do this so that your work will be a joy, not a burden, for that would be of a benefit to you. This verse reminds those of us that are being led to recognize that our leaders have a job to do, and it does not help us nor them if we don't trust them and make their job even harder. When you have the right leaders, it's important to follow them well and trust their judgment. My second scripture is Titus 1, 7 through 14 from the ESV version. For an overseer as God's steward must be above reproach. He must not be arrogant or quick-tempered or a drunkard or violent or greedy for gain, but hospitable, a lover of good, self-controlled, upright, holy, and disciplined. He must hold firm to the trustworthy words as taught so that he may be able to give instruction in sound doctrine and also to rebuke those who contradict it. For there are many who are insubordinate, empty talkers and deceivers, especially those of the circumcision party. They must be silenced since they are upsetting whole families by teaching for shameful gain. What they taught ought not to be taught. That was Titus 1, 7 through 4. In the book of Titus, we learn the virtues that God wishes to see in leaders and the traits that overseers should not have. Of all the scriptures on leadership, this is perhaps the easiest to understand and follow. And of course, we wouldn't want someone who we need to be ashamed of to be in power. That's right, Lord. My next scripture is Matthew 20, 25 through 28, also the ESV version. But Jesus called them to him and said, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them and their great ones exercise authority over them. It shall not be so among you, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant and whoever will be first, you must be your slave, even as the Son of God came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Thank you, Lord. Jesus was one of the greatest leaders to ever live. Here he speaks to his disciples, teaching them how he wishes them to become similar leaders rather than being power hungry and he wanted them to serve their people. And here we see the true meaning of leadership. My next scripture is Peter 5 and 2, NIV. Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you are willing as God wants you to be, not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve. As Jesus said, his disciples must have slaves 
must be slaves rather than served if they are to lead correctly. This verse tells us a similar story. It speaks to leaders as shepherds and God's people as his flock. And it tells those who want to be leaders to avoid leading for dishonest gain and to keep the interests of others and God's will at the forefront. My next scripture is 1 Timothy 3, 1 through 5, ESV version. The saying is trustworthy. If anyone aspires to be the office of overseer, he desires a noble task. Therefore, an overseer must be approached above reproach. The husband of one wife, sober-minded, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, not a drunkard, not violent, but gentle, not quarrelsome, but a lover, not a lover of money. He must manage his own household well, with all dignity, keeping his children submissive, for if someone does not know how to manage their own household, how will he care for God's church? That's First Timothy 3, 1 through 5. Very alike to what is said in the Titus verse above, here we hear more of what a true shepherd of God's people should attain to be. Interestingly, this verse mentions how a man must be able to look after his own home before he can be trusted to care for the church. This is much like an employer seeking references. It's easier to know you're able to do the job by looking at how you manage a similar position. Thank you, Lord. And then the household is an important position to have. My next verse is John 13, 13 through 17, ESV also. You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right. For so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you also should do just as I have done to you. Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. It may seem odd to ask leaders to wash one another's feet, but this comes back to leadership being focused on serving those you lead. While you don't need a physically washed people's feet, it's important to remember that a true leader does not do it for power, money, or selfish ambition, but rather to help serve and guide others. My next scripture is Exodus 18:21. Moreover, look for able men from all the people, men who fear God, who are trustworthy and take a bribe and place such men under the people over as chiefs of thousands, of hundreds, of fifty, and of tens. This verse from the book of Exodus tells the people to find good, strong, God-fearing, 
men to lead them. This came from the story of Moses leading his people while he is exhausted. His father-in-law, Jethro, visits him and advises him to find help in his leadership duties. That means leaders need help. They can't do it all by themselves. Number um, eight of my scriptures is Hebrews 13, 7. Remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God. Consider the overcome, consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. This is the one of the Bible verses about leadership that speaks to those who need leading. It's telling us to look at our leaders and how they live. If these authority figures follow God's will, they will be shining examples of how to follow the word of God and to live a good life. And my last scripture is Ephesians 4, 11 through 14. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning or craftiness and deceitful schemes. All of the leaders mentioned in this verse lead and guide in their own way. It's telling us that God sent us teachers, prophets, and other authorities not to rule over us, but to equip us and guide us. While these leaders are mostly spoken of in the church, we can see that there is a purpose for authority in other aspects of our life as well. We can see from the many Bible verses on leadership that God wants us to have leaders who have the best interests of their all others in mind. They should be honest and strong leaders as well as help spread the word of God. If you are a leader looking for guidance and encouragement, these verses will help you to find that. Remember that God has a plan for you and that what he and that he is always with you. That is my share for this morning. I hope that something was said that helped someone to better understand being a leader. And I want to leave you with this song.
that something was said this morning that allowed someone to understand how we have to trust God, whether we're leaders or not. And I think we're all leaders in some way because there's always someone that's watching us. Now is the time for us to allow those that were not able to say good morning earlier to say good morning now. Anyone want to say good morning? Good morning. It's Krishanda. Good morning, Krishanda. Thank you for your prayer. Thank you for your declaration. It was amazing. God bless you. Thank you. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning, Miss Penny. Good morning, Miss Penny. Good morning. Uh, Is that Juju? This. Good morning. Good morning. Do we have any men out there that want to say good morning or first-time callers that want to say good morning? Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, Ms. Bob. This is glorious. God bless you. Thank you for the excellent declaration. Good morning, Ms. Glorious. Good morning, Ms. B. I just want to tell you I'm standing in the chair, jumping up and down. I so Love you. You could have stopped at the devotion, but the lesson was also also pleasant. God bless you. Thank you, Rochelle. Thank you. To God be the glory. He is my strength right now. He's carrying me. You know how it shows that footprint in the sun? I'm in a time of life where he's carrying me. 
Anyone else want to say good morning? You have any comments or questions or something that I can further talk about? Y'all know I'll give you time back. I have a comment if everyone's finished. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, it's Krishanda. I just want to um, just again uh, echo Rochelle. I really enjoyed your declaration. I haven't been on the call as much um, lately, and it was just so precious. I felt like you were an elder setting down the people, um, giving us a word that was just so precious, just the way you started your devotional. It just felt like we were just getting a word directly from God. Look, um, I have these things to say to you. I'm going to give you these examples, and we need to serve. That really just resonated that we should be servants. Um, Just a very precious declaration this morning. God bless you. Thank you. To God be the glory. Like I said before, he's carrying me right now. Hey, Ms. D. Good morning, sweetie. It's Dee. I love you, and I agree with Krishanda and Shell, and, you know, I love you, and I hear the peace, and it's like when you were sharing about Jacob, I could just hear the song and the lyrics to, I'm going to stay here. I'm not going to move until you change me, and so it's like we've gone through so much in the 10 years that we've been the Claire Victory family. I've watched you, and just your love and your heart, and I know um, he's carrying you because when when we deal with loss of loved ones, it's so heavy. And those of you who, who really know me know how many people close to me that I've lost. So in this season, it's like getting on the clear victory every morning. And while I'm at the school with my meditation and I'm like, Lord, how am I still here? Like in my right mind. And, and then you come on this morning and you're sound. It's like, Mm, it's like when you want to, and we talked about it, Sabrina and I, when you want to fall or just slide down that wall, you got to be careful that you don't stay because life is hard. It's lifing. But when we rem- remind ourselves who he really is, you know what I mean? And we're wrestling with the things of life, he'll carry us so we can we can get on the call because you sound so peaceful. And I know it's him. I know I can hear. It's just a difference in your sound this morning. And I just want to tell you, thank you. And I love you to life, and I'm just grateful that you are in my life. I, I love you. Thank you. Thank you, Dee Dee. To God be the glory. That's all I can say. Anyone else want to share this morning? Questions, comments? Good morning. Um, yes, this is patience. You know, this has been on my heart for for a few days and a few nights and stuff. And I've been listening to the leadership and such. And I don't know if it's a question of you know, we get. I don't know. Was that David or Daniel, the one that the child, that his um family threw him in the hole, and and then when he came out of the hole, you know, he he came out and he was. Fantastic. He, he, he uh, I think he was what? Was he was a, uh, um, a leader? He came out to be a leader. 
but he was like in the, in, he was one of the children's. Do I have it right? And, and I think you're talking, I mean, about Joseph, you're talking about Joseph's brothers that threw him in the hole. Yes, that was Joseph. Yeah. Yes, that was Joseph. Yes. He oh, had a very my. hard, but he definitely ended up being a strong leader. Thank you. I mean, and 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 he was like, what was he like? What what uh was he the youngest of the family or the something of the family or Joseph and well, all of that happened? I, I think he was the father's favorite, and this is why the boys, the brothers, I think, and this is just me personally answering. Someone else can answer if I'm if I'm not correct, but I feel like his brothers were jealous of him because his father made a difference in him. He was the one that the father gave the coat of many colors. My, my, my. Oh. And this is also yeah, I, why, to be, and this is just me personally, we shouldn't make a difference in our children. We need to treat all of yeah. our children the same. Even though each one, you treat them individually because they have individual situations. But having a favorite sometimes is just not good. And 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 unfortunately, my kids tell me that all the time. I'm guilty of that. They always say my daughter was my favorite, but I think it's because she was my only girl. Mm-hmm. I see. But, uh, we we should be careful how we talk to and deal with our children because that's how they treat each other. And sometimes is, it's not. Yeah, because um, sometimes the children of the family are the ones that will make a difference, will change things up. And they all click in the same way. And I think, you know, and I also feel that it, think or feel. I think that it also has something to do with the curses, you know, curses of family, family curses and such. But yet there's always one that stands out within. And even though the you know, they say the Bible says that this um that Joseph was the favorite, quote unquote. But you know, uh um mothers and, and fathers love all their children. One way right. or the other. It you know, one way or they, they 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 don't difference nobody from the other from the other. But it's always been this that one is always on my mind for some strange unknown reason. And and I but just want to, uh, thank you for thank you for the declaration though it was beautiful. But yeah. the other thing to think about in the Joseph situation, uh-huh. the brothers did what they did for wrong, but it was also must have been a part of God's plan because it turned out for the better. Um, when their yeah. country was starving, had Joseph not been in his position, they would have gone hungry. So right. even though things may look crazy to us, God always has a plan. And that's why yeah. we have to always lean on him, not on what we think or what we want to do. But we have to truly lean on God's unchanging hand because he knows what he's doing. And yeah. sometimes we question him. We do. But we still have to trust him because he has yeah. a plan for each one of us. Yes, that I mean, it's like, bad, but it turns out good. Right, because who else can you trust? I know who that's right. We, who else can we trust? You know, and, and yeah. Hmm. 
you. Thank you for that. All right. You God have bless. a wonderful day. You too. Thank you. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Thank you for your decoration. You just I just heard it right on the nail it's this morning. I'm going to court and even though it looks bad for my grandson, I'm trusting God that, you know, he knew I would be here. And so I have to trust him in every whatever decision it comes out to be, uh, that my grandson learns from this, you know, from this situation that's his life right now. Uh, by me telling him, you know, God loves you. I've, I've you know, try to just pour into him. He's rebellious. He's being really rebellious, uh, having a hard time with the loss of my son. So, or I'm not making that an excuse. That's not going to be an excuse. You have to ask God to help you. And I pray that he comforts. I always pray that he comforts the heart. It's a difference between the mother and the son. I understand that, but God is in control and you can do better. You know right from wrong. So I just, am I just put too much in it on him as I want him to be saved, but I got to let God do the work, right? That's right. You have to let God do the work. You do. And you, you have still to trust him in everything. You do. You really do. But the good thing yeah. is you're there supporting him. Yes. So as I'm driving the soccer right now. Oh, love it. Yes. Yes, so I just want you to keep me in prayer. I thank you for that because I needed to hear that because I'm sitting like Jesus. <laughs> but I said, you got to let him do it, Lisa. I can't make yes, him do anything. Uh, I have to let God work on him. And even though sometimes I probably just need to quit preaching so much to him, I think. Uh, I don't know if that's wrong. Or, that's not wrong because God's word is always good for, you know, uh, what he's going through, but at the same time, I need to be quiet, I think, and sit back and let God do it, because it looks like I'm trying to fix it. And you can't fix it. You have to let God Right. It. Even though it looks what it looks like. You just don't look at what it looks like. It can be turned around. I know God can do all things, you know. So I'm serving everywhere else, but when it comes to my grandchildren, uh, you know, uh, especially him, that he's being really jealous against him, his mother, me. But I said, God, touch his heart. You know, I harden his heart um, and leave it right there and keep going. Thank you. You're welcome, Sister Lisa. Good morning. This is Prosperous. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Good morning. Prosperous for your wonderful greeting. Good morning. Thank you for being with me. I was trying to get out of there on my way to physical therapy. Praise God for healing my knee. Um, I wanted to say, um, you know, I just love your teaching and your sound, and I do hear um, what Didi heard. Um, And I was thinking when you said that you're you're resting in God, you know, that peace that passes beyond understanding, so I'm continuing to lift you up. Um, I believe you are, he is pleased with you, um, and we'll continue to keep you lifted in prayer. I did want to um, kind of share what I was getting in my spirit during the declaration, and actually during this month, but th- what you were sharing was really uh, good about, not just as a leader, leader, because I don't know, I feel like a lot of people want to be leaders, and I, don't, I could be wrong. Um, I'm not one of those. 
But it's important for me, too, to know how to be led. That's what I was getting from a lot of that. Like, you know, understanding and just being aware that leaders have a lot on their plate. And this is times that I know I need to maybe fall back a little bit. And I'm still, I've grown so much. Um, but I'm just so thankful for the message and just in terms of not it, just being a leader and also knowing how to respect authority and leaders. And um, God's brought me a long way. And I'm still going in the great, that good direction. So just um, really thankful that for that. And then someone was asking about Joseph being the favorite. Um, he was the favorite, but he, another thing he, he did that I have done in the past is he was a good, he was a, he dreamed and he was, I think he saw some dreams that was going to be great for him. And I think he was excited. Like I get, I, I have gotten in the past and I'll go telling everybody. And you know, it's like, you have to be very mindful. I do. And I believe, you know, everybody can't just be knowing all that, you know, and that just come with walking with the Lord and him showing us. So, um, hope that blesses someone. Have, have, have a blessed day, everyone. That is very true, Pam. You have to be careful who you tell your dreams to. Everybody's not understanding. Anyone else want to share? I think I want to just comment again. Go ahead. Somebody. Come on. I was just going to comment again on, um, I think Didi mentioned it about um, Jacob uh, wrestling and um, the thought about pressing into God um, until you get an answer that you don't give up, that you're so tightly determined um, to hear from him, to just press into that until you get the peace that you need. It may not necessarily be the answer that you want, but the peace even that you need in wrestling to that. I remember a time when I was so distraught about something and needing to just really press, 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 just needing a breakthrough and that whole, I'm not going to stop seeking you until, you know, I feel that that peace. Um, So I could appreciate that that visual that you gave in your declaration. To God be the glory. Anyone else want to share? Coming up on 9 o'clock. Well, for me, it's coming up on 9 o'clock. I guess it's probably 7 o'clock there. No. Yeah, it's two hours different. Well, I'm going to close out uh, with this ending song, this song. Y'all have a blessed day, and God bless you, everyone. Be blessed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
Let it flow. Let it flow. Oh, there is a flow. 